Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Dr. Laura Dowling. She gets individuals and organizations to a better place through training and development. She has 20 years experience in the healthcare space and is an adjunct professor in leadership. I have Dr. Cole Galloway. He's a recovering academic working in community mobility, social justice, and disability, primarily with babies. And I have Ian Hendry. He is the owner of Elevated Elements, where he helps businesses upgrade their lighting correctly the first time to reduce their electrical bill and get the best ROI. And finally, I have Daisy Sendeno. She has 20 years being the communications coach for the Latino market. She works in multimedia journalist for TV and radio stations on the East Coast, and she's based in Florida. The question I have for you today, how have you escaped the status quo to do something different, better, or unexpected? Dr. Laura, kick us off. The status quo for me means that no learning or growing is happening. And this is a cautious zone area for me. So I escaped that dead zone by learning something new, solving a problem, trying something new that I've never tried before, or pushing myself, challenging myself to do a little bit better in an area. So I get a new certification, go to a new restaurant, push myself to do that really hard yoga pose, Mm. do the extra mile or two on my hike or read a mystery. I love people. So I like to network and volunteer, but balance is the key here. Mm. Balance with rest. I'm I'm self-employed now. I I run my own company. So having done that was facing the fear of of leaving a stable position, right? And Mm. having that income, um, especially when it was right before COVID. So the fear of no money coming in potentially or how long it may take was a huge thing. But to get to where you want to get to, you kind of have to take that leap sometimes just believe it's going to come out in the end the way you want it to or understand that if it doesn't happen, you might have to fall back onto something else. So I was eight years old when I discovered that I didn't want to be in the status quo. (laughs) I was one of those people that kind of start playing that what they were going to be when they grow up. So I start recording around the house with a recorder to do interviews, pretending that I have my own show. And then I realized that's actually a job. And I told my dad, I wanted to be a journalist. I wanted to do broadcasting. And he said, absolutely no. No. (laughs) You're going to become a lawyer, a teacher, something normal. And I'm like, I don't want to be normal. I want to do this. So you just have to be uncomfortable first with the status quo. I think that's the first thing. Like something is bothering me. I And when something is bothering you, you feel uncomfortable. You're not at peace. That's when you realize I am not in a place that I'm growing. And I had to actually, you know, that mom, that that's the, you know, the figures where you have to say, I, I can say no to mom and dad. That's a tough decision but it was more powerful what I had in my heart. I paid for my broadcasting classes by myself. I didn't say anything because I knew they were going to say, they already said no. And that's a big decision for a teenager for who is more important. I think being okay with failure. Mm, That's a big one. Sometimes we go in it and we think, oh, I'm going to do what I like. I want to do this and this. I don't want to be what they want. I want to get out of the status quo. But you have to be okay about failing, about not going your way. Yeah, I, I when as I listen to these three folks sort of outline status quo and their and their thoughts, 
uh, the subtext, two subtext things comes to my mind. One is being authentic. And mm -hmm. I think a modern leader, wherever you are, a modern parent, a modern middle schooler, maybe even as kids get a lot smarter and, and more in depth, you simply want to show up authentically and you want, you want to be around other people that also are authentic and maybe emotional and just, you want the whole person, whatever the CV or resume says, you want to be authentic. And I think when you enter those spaces in corporate America or academic or, or social circles, um, your temple or church, wherever you go with other primates, you can sense that I'm okay. It's a sanctuary space and I'm able to be here. And that becomes your status quo. And that's the second thing is like, these three folks, and I would consider myself and Robin, I think you have too. You learn as you get a certain amount of experience on earth that you actually have power to co-create. Mm. You can co-create. That that fear out there is primarily something that the status quo has built into it for some reason. And as a white guy, we majority culture have created a status quo often to say, don't come authentically come as I want you to be, right? Um, and I love improv theater so much. And improv, when you go to Improv 101, they'll tell you, you already have everything you need to be funny and poignant and entertaining. Don't mm. add a thing. When you add stuff, you change it. It's hacky and audiences know. Just listen and be yourself and, and create that status quo for you. And if it's authentic, you'll just, and I'm sure these three folks and you, Robin, you just gravitate that kind of person and it becomes the status quo. Mm. I, when I talk about this with clients, I talk about you can either live your default life or you can live your most created life. And for me, the status quo, the default life would have been living on a catfish farm with an, a plywood walls, a tin roof mm -hmm. with grass growing underneath it. That was the, the default life, the status quo that I was set on. And I had to decide to your point, Daisy, nope, I want something more than this. And making that decision, I think, is kind of the, the key that we're saying here is if you don't want status quo, you have to decide you don't want status quo. Wow, yes. And, and look so. left and right, by the way, you got a couple of buddies that are in that same situation. And, all, and also, look across the cubicle. That person that's kind of a little snarky, a little bit, I, we're doing this again, talk to them at lunch, but be careful. The two of you guys are about to launch your own company in a year or two. They're, you know, everybody's looking for that authentic. Get you some uh, some compadres. And it doesn't take a cast of thousands. Just a couple of folks and launch that business. And and don't let your dad and mom tell you that you ain't gonna be something when you're eight. And still give a big kiss and go with a smile. Sorry about you. Yeah, love that. By the way, they are my biggest fans now. Of course oh, they are. You're yeah. so lucky. Of I'm course jealous. they are. <laughs> they are listening to me. One of them, uh, my father, uh, one time he surprised me calling me on the air. And I was like, what is this? This is so funny. <laughs> so it, it's, a, it's a journey to just be authentic. And I love that you said that about being authentic, being real, being what you really want to. Because we think we have time. Mm. we think we have time and we don't we have today tomorrow is a miracle so yeah. we have to understand that we not we need to embrace what we have today and the only way to do that is get out of that comfort zone get out of the status quo being comfortable is the best thing that can happen to you being not at ease where you are right now is your body telling you we need to move on 
We need mm. to go to the next level. So it is okay to be uncomfortable. That's when you yeah. have to say, okay, I like this. What are things that I don't need to do? What mm. I need next? So to Cole's point, I think it's all about the courage to dare mm. to be you who is unique. Mm -hmm. And that requires some feeling of not being comfortable. And it requires some sweating, which is okay. Yep. And, and, and one other point is for all of us, I think I'm the oldest by far, um, you get to a certain age and all you hear is, I wish I had started, started mm -hmm. this later no i wish i'd just done it what was i so afraid of mm. um yes, and you need to exactly. fail but but go ahead like you said like you've heard here whatever your jam is and you know what your jam is do it do it get good at it get paid for it he and i would love yeah. to give you a chance to close us out you are the one who mo most recently kind of took that leap tell Absolutely. us how you decided to do it you so surprisingly I was kind of forced into it uh, indirectly because I was on pot leave because my wife had to go back to work early. Um, and my support from manufacturers thought I was kind of double dipping, which I wasn't, but I was trying to figure things out during that time. And so they weren't going to help me. So I just said, you know what? I got to jump and, and just see what happens and, and kind of really make it happen. Right. Nice. Love it. Love it. Well, that is our 10 minutes. So I have to cut us off there. But I do think that we made the point that getting over the status quo means deciding you're in the status quo and taking that leap and just seeing what happens. So thank you so much for having this conversation with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon. Thanks, everyone. Nice to meet thank you. you.